Everybody, this is Tova from Operation Tube Top, and I'm at the cake tree with the lovely Anne. Hi, Anne. Hi. How's it going? It's going well. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're in your lovely cafe, and when did you start it? Let's talk about that. Let's get right to the, the heart of the uh, podcast episode. <laughs> the plan for the cafe started the end of 2016, mm-hmm. and it took almost a year then. Kind of the, from conception to creating. And I just have to say there's going to be a lot of background noise because we are in a cafe. So it's, it's adding to the atmosphere. But I'm also going to pause for a second. Okay, so that's the great thing about this place is that people drop stuff off <laughs> to be picked up by other people. It's turned into that neighborhood place that people drop into. Leave keys. I, I left a glue gun here once <laughs> for my friend Lucy. <laughs> Um, okay, so it took about a year from conception of the cake tree until opening. And has it always been your dream to open a cafe, to have a cafe, a bakery? I don't remember it always being my dream, but my mom does. And she says when oh. I was around six or seven, I talked about opening restaurants and cafes. And I remember she said that my granddad asked me what my role would be. Would I be serving tables or would I be in the kitchen? And I said, no, 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 I'll have other people do that first. <laughs> And look, there's somebody right here doing it right now for you. Look at you living living your your dream. Um, Okay, and so based on your accent, I can tell you're probably from Texas, but where are you originally from? (laughs) From Ireland, from the Dublin countryside. Oh, lovely. And when did you move to Vienna? I came here in 2010 with the intention of studying music. Mm Mm-hmm. Indiana? That's crazy. I know. Got a little sidetracked along the way and was teaching for a few years and baking on the side and now here we are. Wow. And how do you think it would compare um, opening a place in Vienna versus in Dublin? Do you think it's harder here? Do you think it's, how do you think it would be different in in terms of starting your own small company? Do you think there's a big difference? I think for me directly, this kind of small independent cafe is done quite a lot in Ireland mm. and it might be easier to open due to Austrian bureaucracy and a lot of red tape, mm-hmm. but they actually help you every step of the way. Yeah. Um, so as long as you get through it, there's the support there to keep it going. Yeah. And I think one of the major benefits for me is being able to have an alcohol license that's included with my included in the gastro yeah. license. And well, then it's not a real place. <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> Indiana, nobody would go. Yeah, that does make a difference. Uh, for example, in Canada, to, to open a bakery and then get a liquor license, it's just a nightmare. Yes. I mean, the, the red tape is crazy. And actually, when you say it out loud about having a liquor license in a bakery... <laughs> it does sound a little weird. We have problems here, but we're fine. We like our Irish coffees. Our tipple. Um, so... What makes, because Vienna is known for its cakes. I mean, people 
love cake here. They have a long history of pastries and cake. What makes you so special? <laughs> what, was, what was it that you felt was missing in Vienna for you to start your bakery? Um, and I love the place. I'm not being judgmental in any way. I, I love cake, and I have never liked Austrian cake that much. I find the, there's a massive coffee and cake culture. Mm-hmm. And the coffee has improved. There's amazing coffee in this city. Oh, yeah. And they haven't updated the cake at all. So that's what I'm trying to bring to the city. Some new tastes, new flavors, things with sugar. <laughs> yeah, and there's sugar. Oh, yes. What is your best-selling cake? Oh, definitely the Guinness chocolate. Yeah, Guinness chocolate it's cake. incredible. I've had it before. I then got diabetes immediately upon the first uh, bite. Um, would you say that the majority of your customers are um, Austrian, expats? What is is it a mix? Um, huge mix, actually, yeah. During the week, it's mostly locals, mm-hmm. Austrians. And at the weekends, then people who make the trip out to us are a lot of the international community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think one of the things that draws people is your brunch. Yes. So maybe tell me a little bit about your brunch. It's it's a very small menu. We have a small kitchen, and because we focus on cakes, there's not a huge amount else we can offer, but mm-hmm. sweet main course, mm-hmm. we're good at. <laughs> so, so we have American-style pancakes mm-hmm. with proper Canadian maple syrup. Thank you. <laughs> Fresh fruit. <laughs> Very important to us. And then we also do French toast, uh-huh. which we use, we make our own brioche here. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's quite tasty. Yeah. And that's also served then with either golden syrup or maple syrup. Good. <laughs> Not just golden syrup. You have to have the maple syrup. Um, I haven't been to a brunch yet, but I'm planning eventually to come. Uh, and smolder it in syrup. Yes. Smother myself in Sarah, but <laughs> Canadian porn right there. And you're opening up your Shani Garden, which is, I guess, the outside place, as we say in Austrian. Um, you're in March, right? We're allowed to open it in March, so as long as it's not snowing, we'll take advantage of that, yeah. Yeah, so that's great. So, Because it is quite a small place. What's your? How many people can sit in here comfortably? Comfortably 16, and then we can probably squeeze 20 if they're little. Than little people. Yeah. Okay. And then outside, of course, that doubles your capacity. Exactly. And what do you think is the difference between um, customer service here in Austria <laughs> versus these are hard questions versus Ireland? What is the big difference? Um, customer service doesn't seem to mean the same thing here. Okay. So what they offer you doesn't equate to what we have grown up with. And known of customer service. Mm-hmm. So when I find that people are very receptive to our customer service. Service with a smile, politeness. Yeah. No yelling. Exactly. It's very different. Making an effort. <laughs> Why do you think the customer service is so different here? What do you think is one of the, the big reasons? Um, people just aren't bothered. They yeah. just don't seem to mind whether they help other people out or not. Do you think a lot of it has to do also with the fact that they get a living wage? Because I mean, I guess in Ireland they do too. Yeah. Or is it just yeah, to yeah. bit? Yeah. Huh. Okay, that debunks my whole theory. <laughs> Interesting. So you said before that you uh, wanted to study music. What, what kind of music did you want to study? I 
have come from a world of classical music. Ah. So I studied classical music at home, and then that was the plan to continue here. And then I realized I don't like it enough. (laughs) And were you um, with a specific instrument, or were you a singer, or what were you doing? Yes, I studied voice. Okay. And then also the Irish harp, but I ended up playing a lot more folk music, Irish kind of folk singing airs. How neat. And what's an Irish harp? What's the difference between an Irish harp and the harp that I know in terms of the big? It's not as big. It's not as big. Because I did say to my parents when I was a kid that I wanted to play the harp. And um, they said, if you can carry it (laughs) on the school bus. And that's when I went for the cello because it was easier. Get a harp the size of a cello. Yeah, I think that's like, what is that called? It's also an Irish harp? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, thanks, parents. Lying to me. Unbelievable. So what do you think has been um, the biggest challenge opening this place? What do you think was the hardest in the whole, from the beginning to the end, what was the hardest thing for you to kind of conquer? Not having enough hours in the day. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so much to do. Mm-hmm. There, there really isn't. I haven't come from a world of gastronomy, so all of this is new to me, but definitely working through the bureaucracy and getting all the documents and paperwork and legal stuff together and then doing all the baking, setting the recipes, employing people, doing paperwork, accounting, all of it. planning. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like, to me, a personal nightmare. I'm not good with stuff like that. Like, I can talk, but that's about it. <laughs> I've gone this far. Yeah, well, no, I, I mean, you guys are doing really well. Super popular on Facebook. Every time anybody asks where they can get a cake made, you're the first place that pops up. Um, and the expat community knows all about you. You've done very well that way. Um, what do you think made this place so popular? What, what do you think was the, the driving force? I think there was um, a need for something like us in Vienna. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes cake. Yeah. <laughs> There are so many different kinds of cakes that you can definitely find something for your taste. Yeah. And the Austrian selection is just too limited. It's very creamy. Um, it's you, you're it's just giving a look. They just don't add much sugar, so then you have to have cream on the side. Okay. Oh, that's what they do. Tricky. I do. I'm like one of the few people that like soccer torta. I'm sorry. I think soccer <laughs> torta, if it's homemade, can be really nice. Yeah. But in a lot of the big places that it's popular, oh, it's in, awful. It's awful. No, I think if you get it freshly made at the soccer hotel when you're in the blue room, it can be a decent cake. But I think it's... I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to force I'll you to try it. Cake. Yeah. I think I'd probably choose that over the soccer torta as well. <laughs> uh, um, so I've noticed that like a lot of families come here because you've got a little kid's corner. And it's very kid-friendly. Also, starting in February, we're going to do an autism-friendly hour. Um, we try to start that in December, but I think it was too busy and hectic at that yes. point. So I'll be posting about that later on. But Anne has offered the place for an hour or two for families, so they feel super comfortable. It will be on a Monday when they're generally closed. Um, you've had experience with kids with autism in the past. Yeah, as a, a music teacher, I've, I spent a few years teaching group music classes. Mm-hmm. And once or twice we had a few students who were autistic, and it was great seeing them respond Mm-hmm. through the music and being comfortable yeah it's a completely different world yeah yeah i think my son really responds to chocolate um so you could you know fulfill both needs for him i'm sure <laughs> um so what's the other question what do you miss the most about ireland like what do you miss when because you know you live here now 
this is your home, you have a company here, yes. yeah. you're kind of tied to the city. Well, I'm definitely settled here, and mm-hmm. I, uh, this life here suits me a lot better, but I definitely miss Irish banter. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that, because you don't really have banter here. No. Because everyone knows each other. Yeah, so. well, <laughs> you still, there's a great Irish community here, and there it's a good social social scene mm-hmm. definitely just having chats and banter at home yeah is something that doesn't equate here yeah you don't have really the small talk when you go into a restaurant or into a place no. as you do generally in english-speaking places i don't know if it's because we don't like uncomfortable silence if that's our thing or i don't know why we have small talk in other countries don't yeah i gotta think about that be another theory that you'll debunk for me yeah. <laughs> You're like they just don't care <laughs> Everyone wants to talk. Everybody, yeah, we just like to talk. Um, <laughs> do you have any plans to expand or to create a chain? Like, what are you thinking down the road? Ooh, deep question. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have loads of plans. Oh. Actually trying to narrow them down to focus on one thing is difficult. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to expand both the cake tree and then expand into other areas of gastronomy. Okay, can I give you a suggestion? You know what we really need in the city? Good bagels. Joseph brought her now. Those aren't bagels. No? Those aren't real bagels. And I just went to a bagel place before. It was a nice sandwich. Not a real bagel. You need like the typical boiled and then baked bagel. Yeah. You will have millions doing of... Doing something I thought is, I have thought of. I'm doing proper deli. Yes. Can you make matzo ball soup? I'll give you a recipe. <laughs> I never heard of it. Oh, my God. Clearly not Irish. Yes, it's very Irish, obviously, yes, yes. Matzo ball soup with gefilte fish. It's a, it's a specialty in the north of Ireland. I don't know if you've ever been. <laughs> Do you, you must have Jews in Ireland. There's got to be at least three. <laughs> sure. Sure, they're around there somewhere. Yeah, but a deli, I think, is a great idea, because you don't really have that here no. either. Or fish and chips. Oh. Or fish and chips. See, I don't like fish, but I do like chips, so that I can help you out with. I will eat those. Yeah, I think the anniversary stand, they did like a summer pop-up of fish and chips last summer or the summer before. It did quite well. I think having a, a cheaper version of a virtual stand would be great. Where you could just go and get your fish and chips at the end of the night. Yeah. Burger and chips. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Just chips. Curry chips. Curry chips. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I like the burger idea too. Mm. Yeah. That'd be nice. Just any food after I've been drinking is going to be amazing. Especially if it's buttered and yeah. fried. Yes, of course. You could have a pizza, too. Don't you guys do Snickers as well Yeah. in Ireland? I've never had that before. Never. Is it good? Oh, yes. Never had that. It's amazing. Okay, then you're going to have to try that out here, too. <laughs> and you also do kind of um, fun things on the side here. You did a cake pop um, tutorial. How was that? Yeah, we're doing a few workshops. We started off before Christmas doing gingerbread houses Mm -hmm. decorating with kids and with adults and it was a huge success so we're going to do an event every month Mm -hmm. so this month we're doing two cake pop evenings next month we'll do something featured around valentine's day and then easter that kind of thing edible underwear i was gonna go for heart (laughs) okay okay i was just throwing it out there (laughs) do you want me i can be on your marketing team i still just see it i just see it we weren't planning on having a kid's one anyway, so we'll see your I'll have a special one for you. Thank you. And I'll be like, nobody will ever see this on me. And I'll eat it in the dark. Oh, that's exciting, though. So a few little things like that. We're also going to do um, board game evenings. Oh, wow. Little things. Might in the future bring in some singles events. 
Oh, singles who like sugar. That I like. I, can I go undercover and pretend I'm single? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Yay, I'm sorry. With a microphone for a secret my, podcast. Exactly. And I'll say to my husband, I'm like, it's research. I'm not cheating on you. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that idea, too. How would you do it as a single night? Would you have, like, would it be speed eating, speed dating, sugar? No, we'd have that as some kind of workshop where okay. people would be busy doing things in a group. Uh-huh. So no pressure. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I like that. Just sit opposite someone and talk to them. Yeah, that sounds a little awkward. Huh? That's a cute idea. I like I like the idea of making and doing stuff. I guess it's something that's really loud because it's always going to be a person who's trying to be the loudest to get the most attention. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh, I'm totally going to show up. <laughs> just just so you can be that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like I'm the loudest. I'll be like I got three likes. It's great. Still okay. oh, got it. <laughs> Oh, so big plans ahead. Do you think the plans are going to take a place like the the expansion or whatever you're thinking in the near future or still will take a little while? Ooh, um, couldn't tell you. Yeah. Depends how the next few months pan out. Yeah. Obviously the sooner or better. Yeah. But. Yeah. And have you slept at all this past year and a bit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> days home at Christmas. That's right. You're right. <laughs> How many hours do you work a week? Because I think it's always interesting when people are... I couldn't tell you. Okay. More than 40. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> you're open six days a week. Yes. And you also work on Monday baking and getting things ready. Yeah. And then there's also work to be done when you're not in the cafe. Yeah. Yeah. And angst when you're staying up late at night, wondering what your future is going to be. <laughs> Has it been the best experience of your life do you think one of them absolutely yeah but it's only starting right yeah it's so exciting what would be your advice for someone who wants to go and start their own business like now that you can look back and see what you've done what would be some advice to someone if somebody's like i have this idea for a bagel store (laughs) what would you say go with it talk to a lot of people and don't underestimate the amount of your time and effort that's required yeah so you should be able to work two full-time jobs in don't that have way. anything else don't have any other distractions or commitments in life. people you care about i'm going to take a quick break so we had to take a quick break because this is the life of a cafe so there's always going to be something exciting happening. sometimes it gets a bit noisy in here sometimes but it's uh yeah it's usually me <laughs> um so advice was that um People are going to have to dedicate their whole lives to it. They can't yes. even have people they love in their lives. Like, they're never going to see them again for the first year. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've made a big effort this year to not just be in work or sleeping. <laughs> so, social life is important. Yeah. Friends are important. Do you think it's support. possible to balance all of that? Because, like, I, I do a lot as well. Like, I'm a busy person, but I try to think that I can do it all. Do you think it's well, possible? I think you can do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm a bit of a strange case because I took on every role myself. Mm-hmm. Are you a control freak? No. I'm just, to be honest, it's it's majorly cutting down costs. Yeah. And because I started this venture on my own, this is just what has to be done. So if you can do it with other people, do share the burden, share mm-hmm. the work. Definitely the way to go. But if you're doing it on your own, yeah, it's going to take a lot of your time. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's amazing. I, I love the way the place looks. I like the service. <laughs> Cake is fantastic. Coffee is great. Um, 
Is there, is there anything you want to add to this before we wrap up? Because we're getting we're getting there. <laughs> Any last last words? Mm, no. <laughs> You're pretty happy. Pretty happy. Pretty happy. Um, thanks so much, though, for uh, doing the podcast. I also want to say that Anne reached out to me. I think it was about three or four months ago. Yeah. And said, "Oh, contacted me through Autism in Vienna and was talking about." reaching out to the autism community which I thought was amazing so thank you for that and and we met and we get along so it's great and uh, we get to hear great stories sometimes (laughs) and we know a lot of people in common which is always very funny we do actually it's really funny it does and I always like when somebody moves here my biggest thing is like just be really careful because everybody knows everybody and people can hear you in restaurants and cafes and things will go around so again thank you so much I hope you have a great January still and I will see you definitely in February if not sooner yes and for all the vegans right now there's a great vegan chocolate cake because right now I'm obnoxiously vegan yeah we have a few vegan options Yes. Also, there's the... We have a salted caramel tart. Oh, my God. <laughs> we also have apple crumble. Mm-hmm. And we're also doing a vegan rice crispy square. Amazing. Incredible. Yeah, so vegans come on down. And anybody else who likes sugar and dairy, there's <laughs> lots of other choices. And you also do... Do you go, do cakes that can be ordered through you? You can do special cakes? Or? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Everything's possible. Okay, so I'll be putting the links in the comments... And everybody can find a way to contact you. And you're on Instagram, Facebook, website. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. And as I always say uh, to end the podcast, toodles.